Dave and Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. And this week we are talking about the Kardashev scale. How do you, ma- how do you measure a civilization? Well, we've got you covered. Not the Kardashian scale. No. We're not rating how hot the Kardashians are. See, it's what I thought it was at first. <laughs> and I was thinking, well, all right. I'd do any of the women, to be fair, apart from the new woman. <laughs> well, not what's, Kardashian, what's, what's her name now? I forgot. Jenna. Bruce Jenner. It Bruce, was, Bruce Jenner. was Bruce Jenner. Caitlin. Caitlin, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the only woman out of that family I wouldn't do, to be fair. You've probably got a fair point there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. No, <laughs> even, even though we've just kind of done it. Well, there we go. It's out, look, look, it's done. It's out the way. It's gone. We're not going to talk about the Kardashians anymore. Do you know what? When I first looked at the thing, I did think that's yeah. what it I was. Like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So let's just say we'll move, we'll move away from that. That's probably the best idea. Let's thank some new returning listeners and then we'll crack on with it. And I guess I'd just say you can follow us on Facebook and cut the ball in the post truth apocalypse. SoundCloud and Spotify and most of the podcasting platforms are cutting through the ball in the PTA. YouTube is Apocalypse Ball. Winterville in America. I don't know where Winterville is. I'm not the States anymore. Isn't that where the Kardashians are from? I, I think it's where Game of Thrones was set. <laughs> Home of Grunge. Seattle. Yeah. St. Maxime. Porterville in America. Obviously St. Maxime, France. Mountain View, America. Miami in America. Krasnodar in Russia. Welcome back. I've seen him before. Welcome back, yeah. Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam. Frankfurt and Maine in Germany. Oh, hang on. Powder in Italy. Ann Arbor in America. Vienna in Austria. Brussels, Belgium. Stevenage in the UK. Buradar in Saudi Arabia. Mm, welcome. I haven't seen that one before. Walnut Creek. Welcome to you. I haven't seen Walnut Creek before. Madrid in Spain, Guadalajara, Spain, and Ashburn. I know that's in Virginia because I've always got it memorised. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Right, so the Kardashev scale. It is a purely energy-based scale for measuring a civilization's technological prowess. In short, the scale is based on the amount of energy that a civilization has available to it. More energy you've got, more stuff you can do. Okay. Simple as. Yep. It was devised in 1964 by a Soviet astronomer, Nikolai Kardashev, and it first appeared in the catchingly named paper, Transmission of Information by Extraterrestrial Civilizations. Right, not too bad for a title of a paper. That's quite catchy. It is, it's good. I like it. I said it was catchy. I thought you were being you think sarcastic. I thought, you think I was being facetious? Yeah, I did. Now, within the first version, Kardashev originally defined three types or, or categories of civilizations. He established types ranging in scale from a planetary society to a larger stellar society, and finally, a galaxy spanning empire. Wow. Like Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Warhammer 40,000. Are, are you going like full emperor in that scenario? Obviously. You know that Mike's had to throw you down a pit at some point, then, don't you? Why? Well, you're a Jedi. Oh, yeah. I expect you to return. He's weak. He's weak. He's weak and feeble-minded. I'm all over that Jedi mind within seconds, and he'll join the dark side. He'll be fine. Oh, great! Oh. I'll never join the dark side. You say that now. Once you taste the sweetness of the dark side, there'll be no returning. Sounds like you wanted want him to rim you. 
That, that's like stage one. So obviously. I don't like this training. Sorry, mate. All said have to do it. I thought you were a Jedi. Clearly not to be through the Jedi training then. That's the dark. You're on about the dark force training. No, no, that's part of the Jedi training. Like dark, dark still. Oh, really know that in the Jedi. I'm afraid. No, no, they all started out as Jedi. No rimming in the, the Jedi. I bet there's rimming in the Jedi. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> so back to I'm the not Yoda. <laughs> Sorry, that's how you have a night. You have to rim his wrinkly, hundred-year-old ass. So anyway, back to. Nikolai and his scale. He formulated it in this way because surmised that the overall status of a given civilization is generally the product of two things, energy and technology. The better their technology, the more energy one can harness. And not only that, the more energy a civilization has access to, the better their technology can later become. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. We've all played Command and Conquer. We've all played yeah. those kind of games, yeah? You get those bloody power plants up, first yeah. of all. That's the first priority, isn't it? Once mm-hmm. you've got power, then you can start building. Well, then you want the ore. Yeah. You want the resources. Yeah, but it all, it all comes down to the more power you have, yeah. like physical the, power. The, the, high, the quick, faster up the, quick, the, the, the tech chain you can move because yeah. higher tech things take up more power, don't they? So the guy that came up with this is basically... A geek that was sat at home playing Command and Conquer. No, Command and Conquer ripped him off because this was 1964. For, all right, I'll let them off then. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where they well, got, got the concepts. To, of, you've got him to thank for the for the yeah. Command and Conquer games, Bob. There you go. It's a very quick, simple analogy that I think most people would understand. Oh, absolutely. Anybody yeah. that's played that kind of game. Yeah, well, those strategy games are available. Hmm. I just want to say that. This is so, the BBC. <laughs> no, <laughs> we tried to be Pete. Uh, right. Did without, we? Without the nonsense. <laughs> Speak for yourself. We're, <laughs> uh, we're Channel Four in the early days. <laughs> what? Like, anything you know, goes. Edgy, isn't it? it was the edgy. Edgy. Anything goes. Yeah. Euro trash. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're definitely Euro trash. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Who's British trash? Uh, yeah. We are still in Europe, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're not EU trash. <laughs> not the EU's trash. Don't start backtracking, just go with it. <laughs> oh, I love <almost> Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> it was his belief that any society could just develop as far as its technology and ability to use energy would take it. So, yeah, well, yeah that'd be great, wouldn't it? That'd be nice. Enough energy to just Technology is infinite. We'll get to that, I suppose. Not not us as a species. I mean, I mean, in the course of the show. <laughs> well, yeah. we, <laughs> we really are optimistic. Bloody hell! I know well, so, he's, got, he's got a lot of plugs in here, but there's not going to be enough energy to, well, what create space travel instantly. We could work on it. All right, I'm on it. <laughs> One of the kids. You got about forty minutes. Okay, I'm on it. <laughs> What do you want the kids ask? What do the kids ask? Why don't mobile phones batteries last forever? Or you know, why do we have to keep on charging? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, Did you tell them about what? One of the episodes that we did. What was it? Oh called? Christ, forced. So, oh shit! You know they make your technology worse. So every update you'll have to give you your phone. Your Planned obsolescence. Mm. Planned obsolescence. That's my, my choice as well, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You should have told me about that. 
Yeah, you should have ruined him from the start. <laughs> I said, yes, I've just got that sort of technology yet. And that's well, what yeah, I said I'm, to him. You should yeah, have just, just destroyed his faith in society. Not forever and ever, but for longer periods than that. It's because it's on purpose it breaks. Yeah. So you buy a new one. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, the original light bulb still going. It is. All it's light still... bulbs that have ever broken have been made that way on purpose. Yeah. It's hmm. a sobering thought. Well, not really. It was a sobered me up. I take a lot more than that sober. I'm <laughs> 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 hmm. drunk all the time, you know. <laughs> Where were we? It is generally only concerned with energy consumption on a cosmic scale. Since the 1960s, the scale has had a few extensions proposed beyond the rather limited three originally defined by Kardashev. Yeah, we're going up to seven. I have seen it go up to 20, but that's just ridiculous. Oof. These include new levels 0, 4, and 5. And 6 and 7. And 6 and 7. These subsequent scales also included other metrics beyond pure power and its availability. We're looking at a picture where you can see that type one, there's just the Earth. Type two, we've got the solar system. Type three, we've got we got our little galaxy, our little galaxy, the Milky Way. So type, so type four would be to move between galaxies. We'll get into it. Ah. We'll keep the listener in suspense. Yeah. <laughs> a type zero civilization, as you can imagine, is one that has not yet been able to harness all the energy of its home planet. Is therefore a subglobal one that harnesses power from raw materials, and they do not yet have the ability to leave their home planet, but are making steady progress towards it. Okay, let's have some examples then. Us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're at zero point seven three. Yep. Is a species. So we're not even at one. No. Nope. No, we're not because Dang. we can't harness the power of the planet. We're still using fossil fuels and things like that. You know, once we're 100% renewable. Not wind. Yeah. Wind, solar, tidal, I suppose, they're the renewable yeah. energies. Geothermal. Geothermal. Fart. Methane. We've got, we've got to find a way to harness methane gas that extrudes from our assholes. You always walk around with a fart collector on all day. Yeah, well, it's it's been thought of, I think, but Christ, before... Fucking... I think they're for cows, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I think they... They produce quite a bit more, though, don't they? Obviously, yeah. as is like so minimal, but you can still set fire to it, so there is something there. Well, I'll give you a couple of examples from popular culture. 0.1 human evolution. 0.4 humans in the computer game Fable. Also, classes of the first industrial revolution. 0.73 is us. 0.8 humans and cyborgs from Robocop. <laughs> no. 0.9 Pacific Rim. Oh man, I want to get to 0.9. So where are we? 0.73. So we're just about to be joined by cyborgs and Robocop. Sweet. I'm just confused. So when has Horizon happened or Avatar? This is, it's, that's the example of the things. And not, at a point 0.5, it's Avatar The Last Airbender. Number 6 is the equivalent to races in Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, right. I, I don't know either of them. So. No, that's why I didn't read them out. Yeah, but you know, I try to stick to the more popular Fable, ones. I thought they were more advanced than us nowadays. We can't use magic spells. <laughs> can't shoot lightning out of our fingers. That's pretty fucking awesome, if you ask me. Yeah, but they've still got like, crappy technology. Yeah, they're still ploughing farms with horses and stuff like that. Yeah, Middle Ages almost, isn't it? Kind yeah. of style. 
Let's say Carl Sagan estimated humanity was back on that scale back in 1973. Some, like theoretical physicist Michio Kaku, reckon that we might be anywhere between 100 and 200 years away from graduating to Type 1. Which would be nice. And what will that mean for us then? Well, we're still limited to one planet, but critically, to have reached the level on this scale, the civilization must be able to harness all the energy available there. So nuclear fusion is probably child's play, as well as harnessing antimatter, if it exists. That does exist, I think. I don't know if it does. Oh, dark matter might not mm. exist anymore, that's it. Other power sources, from geothermal to other renewables, could be given. Try to think of something like the planet Coruscant in Star Wars, but without the larger galactic empire around it. Mm. So, for example, 1.1 is humans and cyborgs of the Terminator... 1.3, humans and Judge Dredd. I going to come into it. <laughs> it usually does. Judge Dredd is 1.3. Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon, 1.1. Gordon! 1.5, Starship Lie. Troopers. 1.6, humans from Avatar. Oh, 1.9, the Isu from Assassin's Creed. Mm. Mm. Type 2 civilizations are those that have managed to harness all the power of their local sun. Mm. That include basically, construct a Dyson Sphere. Tell us what a Dyson Sphere is, Mike. It is something that is oh, a construction that goes around the sun that can basically collect all the energy. Mm. So we're literally harnessing the sun's power at its source and that energy is just being zapped back to everything. It's well, fantastic. like a giant greenhouse. I guess it would, yeah. Because you'd have it to, would. That, it would have to be a giant greenhouse, otherwise you'd just block everywhere else you, well, you wouldn't the cover the sun entirely because you need the light yeah and the heat so you'd have like just a ring around it yeah. maybe yeah hmm. how far are we off from doing that Oof. maybe 200 years Michio Kaku the Japanese no, famous that, theoretical physicist that was a type 1 oh type 1 yeah oh Christ could be ages yeah think about we probably inhabit sort of all the different other planets in this solar system to be fair the moons when was this all thought of in the 60s yeah Yeah, 64 so you look how fast technology's gone on faster than they thought it would how much faster it has gone on before they thought it would so that 200 to 500 years might turn into 50 to 100 years because of the way technology speeds up doesn't it for all we know if Randy Kramer's to be believed we're already at Type 1, we're on other planets. Yeah, coming up to Type 2, yeah. So as soon as we get to other... Yeah. So I don't think Randy Kramer is to be believed, to be fair. Are you, you suggesting don't. that Captain America in space, who's been snapping insectoid necks for you for fifty, for 25 years, is, is lying? Mm, a little bit. Yeah, well... So also the civilization at this point would likely have colonised multiple planets in their local solar system... And for them, extinction is a long-lost fantasy. Little, if anything, will be able to kill them off, save themselves, or a massive interspecies war. Yeah, because we're not relying on one planet, so if an asteroid hits, for example, and wipes everybody out on that planet, we've got people on other planets. So unlike they're all going to suffer the same fate. So yeah, it's themselves, or they find aliens and they're hostile. Yeah. Let's give us examples of this. Federation and other races of Star Trek there, or Type 2. Humans from Halo. Galactic Empire of Star Wars. Races in humans from Warhammer 40,000, my personal favourite on the list. 
The Borg of Star Trek. The Borg? Borg only type 2, eh? Apparently so. At 2.3. Well. Mm. That surprises me, because I thought they went from, you know, they just get all over, didn't they? They yeah. just assimilate, don't they? The common from Halo are 2.4 and the humans are 2.2. That kind of sucks. But they were more advanced, weren't they? They were, that's true. Until we started nicking all their technology. You always fight with their weapons, don't you? They were always better, weren't they? I have a real soft spot for the first game's assault rifle, where it's just like, get a close-up with that and mm. put a full mag into one of them. Oh, it's great. Yeah, but you get a fucking needle, put the full needle into them. Yeah, they just explode a lot. But you got to wait for yeah, it. you got to wait a few seconds, yeah. That assault rifle was like 60 shots in two seconds, <laughs> straight down range. Disappointed me, those games, because you never got new weapons... That was a problem. It did get a bit boring towards Even like on like the fifth, sixth fucking Halo, Halo 5, I think it is, the newest one, you still got the same shit weapons from Halo, the first one. Come on, give us some new weapons at least. Yeah. Alright, let's move on to Type 3. Type 3. This is a biggie. If, type, you, type, if you Type 3, you're, you're the daddies. Yeah, you're a galactic civilization. You'll be able, you can control energy across many star systems and planets. The scale of their technological ability will be something beyond our current understanding and possibly imagination. Oh, we're talking about mystical aliens here. We're talking the Galactic Empire, Star Wars, aren't we? No, they're a type two. Oh, actually, to, to be fair, there's there's some disparity here. So yeah, the Nephilim from Wing Commander haven't played Wing Commander. Racism Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda, the precursors from Halo. The Seth from Crisis. Engineers from Prometheus. Ooh. Oh, the Alderi and Necrons from Warhammer 40,000, Type 3. Though they still need to obey the laws of physics, travel between each corner of the civilization would not be possible unless they'd managed to circumvent the constraints of the speed of light. And needs to say, this will be a people who've really made it. Because if you can go faster than the speed of light, you can go anywhere in the galaxy, can't you? We've said it in Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah. And Star Trek. And what, well, Warhammer, they go through the... They, they sail through hell. It's not technically hell, though, is it? It pretty much is. <laughs> you know, if you turn that field off, you just get mind-raped by demons. I'd say that's hell. <laughs> well, it's, it's another plane of existence, isn't it? Yeah, but it's still the, it's the sea of souls. It's where all the souls go. Yes, it's not hell as we know it. But it was, it is, it is now. It wasn't. At one isn't, point. Oh right, okay. They changed it. Yeah, it's fucked now. All oh, right. It's all gone to shit. Claire and Peter just looking at us blankly as me and my nerdo. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a clue what you're talking about, to be honest. Uh, well, so they would make regular use of Dyson spheres, and might even be able to tap the energy of black holes. A Type Three might also be able to harvest energy from gamma ray bursts and quasars. And maybe other unknown energy sources that we don't know about now. So basically, it is like the Galactic Empire. Yeah. You own a galaxy. Type 4, they'd be able to harness energy from across the entire universe, so who knows what else they're capable of. That is just almost incomprehensible, isn't it? Yeah. Think how big the known universe is. And think about all the bits we don't know. Billions of stars and the billions and billions of planets and they would rule it all basically harness energy from all over they'd probably it. go from one place to another instantly 
and then what about the abilities for type 5 you can harness energy from multiple universes there's more than one universe if string theorists are believed so there's multiple universes yeah some examples some more people getting on board with that isn't there yeah 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 you see it in all the you know the DC and the Marvel you know Mm. Yeah, there's a few on the scale from Marvel. The Watchers, who watch, they can just go between multiverses, can't they? Mm. These are Type 4, aren't they? Yeah. Daleks and Doctor Who. Oh, they, they're Type 4, I the Daleks. Darlick. Are they Type 4? They're not fucking advanced. Exterminate, exterminate. Yeah, they've got to go upstairs. Exactly. Type 4 civilization, no, you can't get on fly, They can, they, 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 they fly. Yeah, well, that's With modern right. technology allowed the CGR on TV to allow them to fly. Yeah. Originally, though. I've actually seen a, a real Dalek being used. My old priest, when I was in the Navy, the Mad Bish, Mad Bishop his name was, he had an original Dalek that was given to him by the BBC. Because he was really quite a famous kind of character he was. Yeah probably still is I'm assuming but yeah and yeah they gave him a real Dalek and he used to bring it out every so often like just to just to cheer up all the basic trainee kid, like young kids almost you know what I mean did they have a midget party no yeah. no if you were lucky enough you were asked to go in there and pilot it it was big enough for no right I always thought it was person. a midget a nah. little person or nah. what? they were oh. about six foot tall yeah okay the Chaos Gods are from 40k, yeah. Yeah, I suppose they're literally... They're not really a power level, they're up there, yeah. So, type 5... The, the Time Lords from Doctor Who. There you go. The Daleks answer. The Daleks has to do progressive Time Lords. The Qs from Star Trek. Do you know the Qs? Yeah, I know the Qs. We're basically getting into time travel shit now. Yeah, we are. Once you're level 5, you can go anywhere in space and time. Mm. Basically a Time Lord. Can't get a better example than that, can you? No, the Celestials, Living tri- Tribunal, and Beyonder from Marvel. Yeah, you type five. Fucking hell, you're a god at that point. I was going to say gods. Doctor Manhattan right. at that point. You're just in the Orville, haven't you, Pete? Mm. Do you remember that one civilization who, like Kelly, intervened with by accident, and they rapidly progressed, and they were just screwing with them by the final season. Yes. Because they progressed to type five, and we're just gods. They didn't even exist anymore. There was like a data stream. Yeah. Yeah. Type 6 civilization exists in the megaverse. I don't even know what a megaverse is. All the universes. All of them. Yeah. They exist in an infinite amount of simultaneously existing multiverses that represent an infinite amount of instances and all laws of physics. Pop! Sorry, my head just exploded. Yeah, mine did too a little bit. They can also be regarded as paraversal as they exist in infinite parallels to the 11D space-time continuum with infinite instances of past and future. So literally, they just buzz it around in every single multiverse. They're everywhere at once. So basically, you are a god at this point. You're omnipresent. You're everywhere at every bit of time and space there ever was and there ever will be you're there you can control it so how can there be a level 7 then <laughs> that's, like what I said, I, that's what I, I don't someone's understand someone's got to level 20 <laughs> what the hell are you at level 20 <laughs> what? I mean I can't imagine anything more powerful right now oh, no, yeah. how the fuck does that work 
It's mental, isn't it? So, type 7. Type 7. A type 7 civilization would travel, transcend, and potentially encompass the omniverse, which is the collection of every single universe, multiverse, megaverse, paraverse, 11 D dimension, and first realm reality. <laughs> it is likely that such power would come from an individual rather than a civilization, as a civilization would have transcended and merged into a single mind that would encompass all thoughts and all timelines. <laughs> so we're going into thoughts now, is that? All timelines, thus being omnipot- omnipotent, omnipotent, op- omnipotent. I always read that like that. Omnipotent, omnipresent, and omnipotent, omniscient, 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 within the confines of the eleven d eleven dimensions of the omniverse. And at that point, you are literally a, like you're, you're a creator, aren't you? At that <laughs> yeah. point, yeah, you're making universes. Yeah. Oof. I don't believe in this. I'll say it all sounds like a load of bollocks to me. It's obviously a lot of speculation. Because then you're coming into God realm, aren't you? And I don't believe in God. Yeah, with this God through technology. Yeah. If someone's had an infinite amount of time to be able to perfect this, mm. yeah, you've all seen Groundhog Day. Yeah. He's there for that long, he can predict everything that's going to happen. Let's not forget to... He even creates new timelines, doesn't he, by the actions that he... Yeah. Let's also not forget Live, Die, Repeat. Day after, day, Edge of Tomorrow. That's a great film. We did that, didn't we? We did, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I guess them the ones they fight in that film are kind of a bit... they got time travel going on. They're like a level six or something. <laughs> well, the one has... Yeah. The blue dude. So type seven, the one above all from Marvel, the presence from DC... I don't know what they are, do you know? No, I actually don't. Uh, Eru from Lord of the Rings. Azathoth from Lovecraft. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Someone might. Someone probably will. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, SCPs. I do not know what an SCP is. There's a whole YouTube channel on the, the SCP Foundation who basically like capture weird interdimensional and paranormal beings and lock them up and study them. Mm. Mm, do they? Well, no, it's <laughs> in the uh, animated series, they do, but they present it as if it's like a documentary. It's quite fun. It's basically, yeah, level seven. You've you've got the power to create or destroy matter. Essentially, you're a god. But remember that any t- society with technology more advanced than ours, we consider to be magic. Yeah. You know, like if you got put in the Star Trek universe and had no knowledge of Star Trek. The, the replicators and the food dispensers and all that would be magic to you, wouldn't it? Oh, what the fuck? How does that work? Is, is that, exactly, how does that work? It works, do we? No. <laughs> is it explained? I don't know. I'm not that... I like Star Trek, but I've never done a deep dive. You're not a Trekkie. I am a Trekkie to a point. I'll watch the shows if they're good, but I prefer Star Wars. Oh, yeah. So, so could this be the future of humanity? No. <laughs> but when we get to type one and a bit, and we start getting on the planets, then surely we're we're extinct from we're safe from extinction unless it's ourselves. Yeah. Technology gets better. The energy gets better. Once everything, once every need in society is catered for by technology, there's no need for crime, poverty, war, famine, any of that, is there? Because everything can just be made instantaneously 
replicators from Star Trek, for example. Yeah. Fuck it, Soylent Green if we have to. <laughs> you know, everyone's getting fed. Everyone's needs are catered for. I'm not eating the dead. <laughs> what else would that? <laughs> That's not a success. You may not have a choice. Civilization. It's a civilization that's harnessing all its resources. Whether you it's taste, it's yeah, all right. It's not going to be great, is it? But it's harnessing all its resources. Recycling. Yeah, recycling everything. Your bodies that have the water drained from get got out of you somehow to recycle the water. Anything that was needed to be taken out and put in transplants. Mm-hmm. If you haven't got bionics, then recycled body juice. Yeah, <laughs> you get three liters of water out of that person. Yeah, with ninety five percent water. If it's, Everyone did that. Africa would not have a water famine. If you right. if you could figure out a way to get the water out of the bodies, we stop purified. talking about eating people. <laughs> you saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. He's come to pod hungry again. Bloody yeah. hell, Ben! You need to eat before you come to podcast. I've thought about eating you all of them. I wonder why you were looking at him like muttering under your breath. Mike Berger, Mike <laughs> Berger. I just, I just didn't realise what you were on about. Sorry, baby, you're lean, you're lean, you're leanest one in the room. I'm more like a spare rib. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that once our civilization sort of can't get extinct, the next step is each individual to not be, not die, isn't it? Yeah, so I guess that. It. What, immortality for all yeah then again yeah. but then you'd have to go into a different state wouldn't you see like your consciousness would have to be uploaded perhaps well that's why it was so then we're the going into the matrix altered carbon aren't you that's why they were, they were introducing the, the the robotics next weren't they and then Terminate was the one next yeah, one yeah, after yeah. it yeah cyborgs cyborgs and, yeah. cyborgs merging with technology I'm surprised Battlestar Galactica wasn't on there. What, where do you think Battlestar Galactica are? About three? They're going to be a two, aren't they? Other civilization. There's only they've got only. No, civil- they're only at one, aren't they? They're, they're a one. They're a high big, one. Yeah. So do you think they they'll be able to like in the end put a brain into like a cyborg body and keep your consciousness going? It'd probably be more Maybe. like altered carbon, where you can just clone a body yeah. or something. It'd be easier. To, we've already could be that. Yeah, we're already. I think they've cloned. I think they've cloned bodies before. I think they've they've got to a point and they'll oh, better not do that anymore. Katy Perry is a clone, isn't she? Apparently, <laughs> there's quite a few clones. Yeah. There's an episode on it. <laughs> What's his name? Howard Marshall, Donald, Mar- Donald, Donald Marshall, Marshall, Donald Marshall, and the cloning vats. <laughs> that was a good episode. He was. All right, the the Kardashev scale. I'd love us to get to at least a type two, like just be have the have the solar system, Imperium of Man, Warhammer Forty Thousand, Star Trek, Star Wars. That's a bit further on, isn't it? A little bit, but not not. It's it's in the it's in the twos, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting to the threes then. No, because, true. Because you got the. Well, either you're way, you're thinking so, of a galactic end, but you're gonna be Darth Vader, don't you? Basically. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I rule this galaxy. Well, I'd be, be Palpatine, technically. Well, yeah. well, I, I, so I'm being in it, because he's going to be my next Padawan. <laughs> Mike is. <laughs> that means you're Vader. <laughs> oh, I'm Obi-Wan, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going to get to smite him. 
Varga to kick his ass a few times along the way. Well, well, I'm the only Jedi here. Why am I suddenly in the dark side? <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one least likely to go to the dark side. You're feeble-minded. You're not going to be able to resist. <laughs> we'll might to the dark side. Tune in next week. Hell <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell. <laughs> you know, fucked up yeah, we'll have some fucked up facts if you want. Theme tune then. Yeah. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, facts. 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 Okay, Mike. Yeah, this is knowledge. Rubber for condoms is collected at night when the white sap flows freely. <laughs> there's, a, there's something you know is in that, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there really is. I think I, 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 it almost makes it sound like bullshit because <laughs> he's just playing on the mm. context. Well, that's what it's coming out. Is it? <laughs> jizzing out of the trees well so that's the rubber that there's made from it and the one that's free flowing mm-hmm. of a white milky substance flows free at night and not so in the day no, I'm a daytime person myself <laughs> whenever it catches the moment for me which is never so. <laughs> the 1965 pentathlon world championships featured veteran Austrian Herbert Poltshuber Right. Who underperformed in the shooting round? He reportedly drank ten beers and a bottle of cognac, <laughs> shot all his bullets into the ground, and passed out. <laughs> Why don't they do that anymore in the Olympics? They should have a drink beforehand. That's funny, that is. <laughs> really couldn't be bothered, obviously. Yeah. I'll show them. Maybe out of vendetta against like the country or something. Just like, oh. A trainer or something, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he just fucking smashed off his face. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> ah, fuck it. Bang, bang, bang. They do get, they do party, don't they, at the Olympics? Oh, they give him like 40,000 condoms. It's ridiculous. I believe that was a load of nonsense. Well, they still give a lot. There's a lot of fucking goes on at the Olympics, that much I do know. Do you think that's a myth? Mm. I've, I've, I've seen athletes being questioned about it on shows where they would be honest as well. And like, they're like, oh, I didn't see any, I didn't get any. And they're like, oh. yeah, they're like, oh, well, if it was, it never fucking come my way. Like, that's the first I've heard of that kind of thing. Or is it just a massive secret orgy? Yeah, they can't go. You know, oh yeah, I went like, through twelve women, twelve females, and three blokes at the last Olympics. Britain are supporting this, can they? They've got to be like, oh no, no, no we, we, no, we didn't see any of that. Oh, stiff up a lip. I don't know. On the Graham Norton show, there'd be the, it's the it's those kind of shows. I've seen them yeah. being interviewed, and they've asked that question, and they've been like, hmm, I wish I'd have known about that. Like I'd have been all over it, but. <laughs> 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 Well, one of us needs to become an Olympic-level athlete and find out. Mm. Next fact. Uh, there is almost no evidence that women stay at home while men hunt in hunter-gatherer societies. Claire will be happy. Oh, I'm not sure where that's come from. Why? Is that is that a known fact, is it? That everyone, that women stay at home whilst men go out and hunt? That, that was the, that's the perception, isn't it? Oh, well, cavemen, yeah. Yeah, hunter-gatherer, which is hunter-gatherer societies. Yeah, about about yeah, but they, they, it sounds like they're talking about nowadays hunter-gatherer societies. Well, I guess they might be, but they're just there's not that many the of them now, is it? of it, aren't they? Right. 
In 80% of societies on record, women are active participants in hunting. Well, yeah, they used to do a lot of gathering. They'd, they'd be gathering the fibres and all the all the other things this like that, wouldn't they? Specifically hunting, in 80% of them. There's no reason you haven't got a good female archer. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just yeah. guess... If someone's good at something, you think, well, that's not our society reflecting mm. our views onto the past, isn't it? Oh, you know, like women generally stay at home. Well, they have done in the in our society. In the last two thousand years, yeah. under Christianity, because women have had a terrible time. Yeah. So you know, you've been you Claire, you're you're. I know you're a bit of a feminist, Claire, but back in the days before Christianity, women weren't seen as equals. You had women, female priestesses. It was the sacred Mother Earth, wasn't it? Mm. Mother Earth being the thing, the yeah. sacred female. And then Christianity came in and just fucking oppressed you all. So the last 2,000 years, yeah, it has been like, stay at home, mm. raise the kids, cook the food for your husband who you should worship. I thought there was a physiological thing about women get colder, like, you know, are just colder than men, because women have stayed in the cave, in the homestead, whatever, Tending the fire and cooking what what said man's brought home. Yeah, but, it's, but still, I mean, if you've got a female who's actually a, quite athletic and good with like an archer or something like that, why not utilise that skill? Mm. It might have been. And um, when she's when she's a mother, she can settle. She'll she'd settle down a little bit, maybe. Who knows? They might have been key to making like your little traps and snares and things, nimble <laughs> fingers and that to set little. Traps and things. No reason you couldn't have one skewering a boar with a spear. Is there? It's not beyond the realms of possibility. Women are, women can be just as tough as men, but our role is naturally a provider, protector, hunter, gatherer thing. But so we think. No, so you think. So we yeah. think. According to. But, you know, the, yes, women participated, I'm sure they did. In early drafts of Lord of the Rings, Sauron was a giant evil cat. <laughs> yeah, I can believe it. Well, it is sort of like a cat's eyes. eye, isn't it? That's probably where we came up with that eye of Sauron, I guess, the cat's eye of it. Hmm. I don't think it would have had the same... It wouldn't have had the same resonance, would he, I think? If he was did. a giant cat. Yeah. It would have been cool to see him at that battle at the start if he was just a giant cat and like he was like batting them with his <laughs> paw in the way. Yeah. Like and a cat bats a mouse. People getting shredded by the claws. I bet and then a Sildor comes along with a giant ball of string instead of a big giant yeah. sword. Yeah. And just like throws it in, and he's on the he's on his back. He's, yeah, like, playing with play it, and then he gets all run up and stab him in the belly. Meow, meow, meow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you nick the ring off him, which is really just a collar. Yeah, it would have been a little bell on the collar, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have had the same kind of no. hard hitting. No, impact. definitely not. Definitely no. not. No. <laughs> I like that one. You won't like this one, then. In the year 2019, humans extracted more stuff from the ground than in all of human history up to 1950. It's in one year. Wow. How much is the left, you reckon? Well, they reckon that we're. Are we sort of extracting like three times what the earth can replenish each year something like that yeah it's it's i know we're extracting more than we can sustain i remember one year we'd done it by august mm. for like the year what are you talking about fossil fuels yeah an, like, anything and everything. yeah everything like steel timber timber ores oil gas or oh. you know like iron ore oh yeah 
I thought you meant wooden oars. <laughs> wood trees, they count. Yeah, I just think there was a major problem. Yeah, yeah man, I used to think about rowing boats nowadays. Some Vikings in it. It's all the Vikings <laughs> pillaging the coast. Brexit Britain. Viking raids are back. <laughs> but don't worry, you can eat at the tip. In 2014, in order to clean up the streets, the city of Naples developed a DNA database of abandoned dog poos. But it seems excessive, <laughs> fair enough. Are you matching them up? Every dog's blood, every registered dog would have its blood taken at some point to the vets. They could request the vets' Analyze records. It. Find out who poop it belongs to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. What a fucking waste of time and what money. A, what and a waste of taxpayers' money, eh? Yeah. Just give out some free poo bags and put some more bins about. Because Naples is, is historically a thriving city without, like, almost slum areas with lots of theft and things like that. I've, never, I've never been to Naples, I don't know. It's a shithole. Is it? Yeah. It's it's nice. You've got all like Vesuvius apologies to our Italian listener no, who no, tuned in this week for the first time. No, I've been there and it's nice. You got the Vesuvius and all that kind of thing, but it's rough as fuck. Get prepared to be pickpocketed. Simple as that. It really is. It's quite. That doesn't matter where you go if you're. Uh, yeah, I know, but it's, it's it's gone worse than it was over recent years, should I say? Beautiful country. It's just a shame of the, the decline. It just shows now. that. They're spending money on shit that could have been much better spent on something else. Clearly. That's the government all over. Let's analyse some poops. <laughs> I think it's a bit excessive. Yeah. Let's check this shit out. Yeah, it's like you could be, spe- <laughs> you could be spending that money on healthcare. Maybe it was just a misinterpretation from like the chief commanding officer of the fucking force, like going, "Come on, there's loads of crime going on." Let's check this shit out. Mm. Okay, senor, we will do that. And they went and senor checked Spanish. out all the shit. Oh, yeah. Signore? I, I, I don't know what it is in Italian. I think it's signore. I think it's signore, yeah. We'll, we'll check this shit out for you. Right, let's go check out all the shit we yeah. can. Let's not go with so many crimes. Let's check dog poo out. It was just a misinterpretation. That's all it was. Ridonculous. Anyone good with a 17th century slang? Yeah, brilliant with it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So you'll Slick know, with it. Yeah, man. You'll know what play out of rum scuttle and clapperdy pouch means, then. Yeah, having sex with Well it. done, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Rum scuttle, that one makes, makes sense. Have a rum, rum scuttle. A rump scuttle. No, no, so I didn't even need a second to rump. like think about that. No, oh, go on, while they strike while the iron's up. Yeah. Rump yeah. scuttle or rump. Rump scuttle. Play a rump scuttle and rumpity pouch. Clappity pouch, sure. Fancy some clappity pouch, do you, my dear? Pardon? I don't want no clap from your pouch. Sounds like a drag artist's name, that does. Clappity pouch. Clappity pouch. I'm just picturing wizard sleeves. There's also play it couch quail. Play it couch quail, okay. And play at shuttlecock, which is quite obvious. Yeah. Care to play at shuttlecock, my dear? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay, we're finishing this one. Storks keep cool by excreting on their own legs. 
Oh. Well, they've got long legs. It's gonna go somewhere, <laughs> aren't it? it? Just falls out their ass. Seems a bit excessive to coat yourself in your own shit, though. That's a bit, doesn't it? Hmm. And yeah. urine, because it's yeah. two and we in, yeah. in together, in it. Maybe yeah. they're not realising they're even doing it. Well, I, I don't think they've noticed at this point. I mean, someone, someone should really tell them. Why has no one told them? Mate, you got a bit of shit on your leg. What? So you just shit yourself then, mate? It's all down your legs. Why wouldn't you just go put their big long legs in the fucking, in some water? Why don't you just carry around a bit of toilet roll with them? <laughs> they just like, clean themselves yeah. off. I'm going to start going out with a towel and, and cleaning Stork's legs. Well, they've already, the got, they've already got towels. You know what? No, I just want to do is I just go out and they give them trousers. Yeah, but you know the little babies they carry around in those towels? Just use them to sh- clean the shit off once they've delivered the baby. Do you think the babies are delivered covered in shit? That's a story. I would, I would almost guarantee it by the sounds of things. Storks do not deliver the babies, Pete. Uh, they do. Have you never watched any fucking Disney program ever? <laughs> Come on, Sex Education 101. <laughs> fucking hell. Did you see the stork, Pete? On the two occasions? Yep. They're not on Boss Baby. They come out of the baby factory. Don't they still get delivered by storks, though? I'm not saying the storks produce the babies. God. That would be stupid. No, you were making out they were the midwives. <laughs> <laughs> they well, used to live with the babies. <laughs> Back to the storks. <laughs> Couple of storks. Come on, push. Now, <laughs> yeah, due to recent NHS cuts for a blank stork, they're making all midwives are done delivery and employing storks. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, no, no longer need forceps anymore, though. They just clap their beaks around. And <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, they've been trained. <laughs> we sterilise the beaks first. Fine. And we're going to get rid of all public toilets and use pelicans instead. <laughs> <laughs> you think you've got a crappy job. <laughs> oh, that poor fucking pelican had to do with Fred Flintstone's beer shits. <laughs> oh. oh, that bombshell. Although I wouldn't want to have a woman sit on my face. <laughs> oh, that bombshell. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Talk to the play, please. And don't join the call. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Please, sir. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Thanks for listening. Make a mind. I'm not so open to this. It was like, oh, yes. I've been Pete. Everybody have a nice week. Take care.